Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. Hello hi, Paul. Hi Linda. How are you going? Good. Have you had a good day? Not too bad, very busy. Yes, right. we, we couldn't do one last week so we're doing one today as a catch up. Yeah, a bit of a catch up. So although our title says home cooking, home cooking. what we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. is service. Service, uh-huh. Service, yes. because you and I both over the weekend had very different experiences. Oh, okay. With service, let's call it within hospitality. I haven't heard right. your service story, but okay. Well, so I'll, I'll start with mine okay. and you can jump in with yours. So I went to a, for want of a better term, like a music festival, mm-hmm. a day-long music festival. And quite often I've gone to like big football matches and, watched quite intently actually the lack of urgency and drive to service people as quickly as possible now quite often that comes down to the people serving but it also i think sometimes comes down to people not understanding efficiencies in setting up for service to serve people and serve customers But what I can say about the festival that I went to is that they were fully prepared and ready for the 20-odd thousand people that I think were probably there. And the service was fast, very well organised, and I did not queue, I reckon, for more than five minutes for anything. Both food and drinks. And drinks at those things are generally what you're waiting oh, the, for. Oh, the bar at those places. Yeah. Even not the bar, even just for water. Yeah. Hello. This was, this was extraordinary. That's amazing. And, and when you look at it, the amount of money that they can make just through efficiency of numbers is quite extraordinary. So basically, you would walk... There was two aisles for each section of the bar. One is an in and one is an out. And you would have... The person in front of you would be paying their bill, whatever it was, for their drink. Let's say drinks, right? Paying their bill for their drinks and move to the out lane. While they're paying their bill, I was already being asked, being the person behind them, what I wanted. So by the time they collected their stuff, my drinks were already there and I was paying. Wow. So for each in and out section, you had two people one collecting drinks one serving drinks and a third person organizing painted they would have been very efficient and made an absolute monster yeah lots of money lots of money and all of to to be fair though all of the food outlets as well all had reasonable systems in place so, like, I know service in a restaurant is different, right? But they all had reasonably good systems in place. And the really smart ones were that had a very limited menu. One yes. or two things, yes. right, in and out. There's one decision to make. There's, you know, you're catering to 20,000 people. There's, you've got only the decision between two or three things. And that what that does is just speeds everything up. And it's very hard if you have any allergies or intolerances. Well, it, yes, it is. Because you can't really say, look, I'm, 
I'm this, but no, I, I eat that. This, but I, not I that, do that. that. No, it's that's not. The and can way. I ha- not have it deep fried, please? Yeah, and there yeah. was there was options there that weren't deep fried. So there was a like souvlaki cart. There was a pizza cart. There was a paella cart. There was like lots to choose from. Like mind you, it was mind blowingly expensive. But <laughs> if you look at the mm. amount of time you had to wait, like you're willing to sort of go, oh, okay. You know, you, you didn't have to, like, prepare a half-hour trip to go and get a beer. Okay. So, I thought yes. the service there, like, was, was excellent. That's amazing. Like, really, that's, really good. Yeah, and for a big... That's a, actually a big day. Yeah. You know, did you have one stage set up at the, the yeah, festival? one stage. Okay. Yeah. And everyone's down on their own, you know, chairs and basically you're sitting... We were sitting in a lake area, just on the grass outside. It was all outdoors. Like, but it was very, very well organised. Wow. So from a service perspective, like, you're not getting, hi, Sarah, how are you today? No. Like, they're not even, no. you know, that's not the environment. But what you were getting, and this is just as important, I think, with service, is efficiency. It was well, uber you, efficient. You certainly tailor your expectations at those events. Yeah. Because that's what you want. But when you go out to a restaurant, as you did... Well, uh, we did. Service can we, be... We went out with one of my beautiful friends to celebrate her 70th birthday and we went to a place down on the coast in Metro Melbourne, a place called Sebastian's. I'll give it a shout out. Fantastic food, Spanish inspired. And without, without exception, all the staff were friendly, professional, well-educated in the menu. They, they might have been reading from notes about what was on the menu, but they knew the ingredients, they knew they knew how to talk about the product, they knew how to explain the type of delivery that Sebastian's specialised in, which is shared plates, mm-hmm. and the types of food to order, and the quantities to order, they were very confident talking about that. And they were very onto our service in terms of asking us about our drinks, coming up and checking if everything was all right without being invasive. Absolutely, and everybody from the time we walked in the door to the time we left was on, was everyone around us was just like that as well at all the other tables, and they were serving a lot of people. And funny it was you a should hot say day yeah, down funny, there. Funny you should say that. Last week when we talked, I think I mentioned to you that I was going out for fish and chips. That's right. And so we did that, and I had a very similar experience. Very young floor staff, quite young actually, but super efficient knowledgeable about what they were doing knew the sections that they were working in knew that like quickly picked up the type of customer that you might have been so you know i sat down and when i sit down i don't want a drinks list i want a beer like that's you know so before you go and i can get you a sparkling water no i don't want sparkling water i want a beer like now like (laughs) half an hour before i've arrived so Yes. But very, very like sharp and smart and like wow. well, well trained, clearly well trained. And that place was at like we're talking about a quarter past six at night. It was heaving. Wow. Heaving. It was pumping. So yeah, it was a it's very similar experience. And it was it was refreshing. It was great. Because mm. I go to a music festival, um, as you know, I go to a long weekend one coming up down in another coastal, down way away from Melbourne called Port Ferry. And that is not known for 
efficiencies of food. In fact, there's been a number of times, and they're great. The music festival's fantastic, and everyone, it's a beautiful folky. It's called the Port Ferry yeah. Folky. But there have been a number of times when they have seriously run out of food. Day two, uh, like really into day two, they've undercated the queues. You wait easily half an hour to an hour for when it's, you know, dinner yeah. time or lunchtime. So, you know, particularly the night time when everyone's had, you know, food. well, no, but they've had maybe the day there. Yeah. They're now ready for something to eat, something sizable. And the food's always good. Like, you know, there's... Mm. There's a number of different uh, venues to choose from, and the food has always been good, but you do tend to wait yeah. a long time. And the, and we won't. There's one tent selling alcohol, so you can imagine what that's like. But getting here's the getting thing, right? drinks. So like, although you're going to a music festival, right? And the one that I went to, there was no pass out, so you could if you left, you left for the day, right? So you were kind of. Oh, unless okay. you bring in your own like esky and picnic, like you're there, and it was the, it was you know, one thirty in the afternoon till eleven thirty at night. So you know, you it's a long period of time you're there for, um, and if you run it like there's you can't run out. And the funny thing is, is although you bought a ticket for a music festival, right? I think that part of that price of the ticket and I know it goes to the artists and all the rest of it but part of that should be invested in making sure that the providers of those extra services if you like are well organised well prepared know what you know know what they're about because there is nothing that would either you don't want that would make or break how good the music festival you might consider it like you might consider the music festival really good because you got whatever you wanted and da da da. Yeah, on top of the music, which is what you're there for. But those those extras, I think, either make or break your day. And it oh, can totally. be the same in a restaurant, right? Oh, totally. So I remember a long time ago when I agreed to start running a restaurant and I had KPIs set on me to win awards for this particular restaurant. And one of the KPIs was this, you know, sort of local award that, the owner was desperate to get back because he previously had. And he sort of put it all on me to make sure that we would get that award, but I had no control over the service. None. So, like, I can only make suggestions, but I'm not actually out there serving myself. And I said to him, well, how, how is it that I'm supposed to achieve this when you've got a significant portion of how the restaurant is going to be rated and considered that is relying on service. And the funny thing was that we missed out on the achievement by 0.5 of a point. Ouch. And it was because of service. Oh, no. The irony. I know, right? But The irony. Anyway. It's funny because we went out um, the other night with some friends for a son's 18th birthday to a place that they've been to local for years. It's Food's okay. But I will never go back there because we waited over an hour to get our entrees and we had to keep asking for food, for drinks. We had to keep going up to the bar and saying, like to the, there was a waiter, yeah. going up and asking if they could come to our table. Um, and yep, yeah, sure, I'll get my notebook and come over. And um, when we got our food, after waiting an hour and I think it was 10, an hour and 15, they bought our entrees and our mains all at the same time. Yeah. So, of course, everyone was like over it. So the food might have been great, 
but we're not waiting an hour and quarter for our entrees and our mains. And there yeah. was no explanation, no, they weren't that busy. Mm. It was like, okay, tell us if there's going to be a hold up because we're happy we're sitting here talking. Yeah. No one was, it was just like, it was late. And the younger funny, kids at the table was. were, you know, ready to go home. They were hungry, they were tired, they'd been a long week at school for them. and. They didn't want to hang around and not get fed for an hour and a no. bit. So it's a good consideration for people like and some some people that listen to us might do, you know, semi regular dinner parties or host people for dinner or Well, I was gonna bring that up, you know, yes. It's always yeah. I always think it's really important to make sure that there's something on hand. Yes. Like I agree. Pretty much straight away. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't have to be anything flash or anything hot, even like no, colds, but just something. But something yes. to nibble on as soon as I agree. As soon as your guests arrive, I think is a super important. Like I, I do it still to this day. So I hosted a architectural dinner last week, and the first thing I do and the first thing I think about is okay. So these people are arriving on a weeknight directly after work and the last time they consumed something was lunchtime and it's now quarter to six and I'm going to give them a drink so got to make sure like I'm not doing it as an extra course I'm doing it as a matter of course to make sure that as soon as someone arrives they've got something just to snack on you know because I'm, I'm cooking and doing a presentation of sorts so they're kind of seeing everything happen in front of them but they don't want to have to wait like by the time they chit chat and get settled and all the rest of it, then another hour has gone and they still haven't got anything. Like, but they might have had one or two drinks and now yeah, it's the, now changing the, yeah. the flavour. I've I've been to uh, friends' houses where you wait, you know, because they're 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 not as maybe organised or they haven't planned, so they want you there at six, but you don't eat until nearly eight. Yeah, and by then I'm kind of like well. It's been great catching up, but I really, you know, a couple of hours in, I need to go home now. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, whereas we, if you can get something into you, it's, well, if they were struggling, but uh, I agree. Yeah, it doesn't have it's, to be anything. No, no, you can, it could be just fruit. A bit like of anything. bread or fr- fruit. Yeah, bread. Yeah, cheese. Like, yeah, well, see, yeah. I'm the thing, I've got a thing with cheese. Like, cheese for me comes right at the end. Yeah, see, I don't mind cheese at the beginning. Yeah. But that's, you know, cheese with... Um, My mother-in-law's like that. She's like cheese at the beginning. I'm like, I just, I can't. can't yeah, I don't it. mind it. Yeah. I don't mind it at all. Um, but yes. But the, the trick is also to have enough to just cover, but not so much that it's yes. going to fill. Yes, because that, that because has if you've spent, as well. Like if, you've, if you're hosting a dinner party and you've spent all day like getting trying to get prepared and ready and something goes pear-shaped... Yeah, which happens. You're going to wait until 8 o'clock to eat, but you've spent all this time and then you guess the full on bread. Yeah, okay. Well, we've done that with cheese where there's been big wheels of cheese pulled out. And then you think, oh, hang on a minute. Whereas sometimes... um, Because someone puts a wheel of cheese in front of me, that thing's gone. Yes, I have noticed. But but sometimes it's, you know, you can show restraint. But it, it is funny how the service element of... Even in Cooking. homes, yeah, yeah, it makes a big difference. But you know, shout out to Sebastian's. It was refreshing to see that level. I mean, it cost a fortune for lunch. Yeah, but but the food what? was great, like, yeah. and the whole experience was a positive experience. And that's the other thing too is you've yeah. got to understand that every plate of food that you're paying for, there is a service 
there's a service cost that has to go into that. Oh, because totally. Yeah, it, it and that's can't why just cover the cost of the food and the chefs. It's that's why cover. we were happy, yeah. happy to pay and happy to talk about it, even though, you know, it was a fair shake. But well, I was paying ten bucks for a can of beer at the festival. And what a, what would a beer be for those people who oh, don't know what a can would be normally? Two fifty. Yeah. At a bottle shop. Yeah. So there's a so bit of a premium. Yeah, okay, but so, but do you know what? I didn't wait wait no. more than f- like four minutes. Yeah. Ever. So the that's great. Day. That's a good. That like, is excellent. Yeah, it was really really good. So yeah, I don't know why we're talking about this, but service it matters. It matters. Because no matter how good the food is, it does. Because no matter how good the food is, if the service isn't there, it's, you do it's, feel that it's a bad taste, isn't yeah. it? I think, think we no. often forget. We don't. We often don't put the value into the entire package. So you get a beautiful plate of food in a nice restaurant, but that plate of food and how good it is is often also contributed by the service that you get, or whoever delivers that plate of food and what the interaction you've had with that person prior. Like sometimes things taste better. Well, I think, and your point too that you said before about limited menu, I think we all, you know, too many times I've tried impressing my friends with my cooking prowess just to have it all come unstuck. Mm. And I think the thing that your friends are there for, unless you're warning them that they're a guinea pig for tonight's events and if it all turned to custard, there's always a pizza shop around the corner. Yeah. But... Um, you really just stick to the things that you know well so that you're comfortable, relaxed. And even if they've had it before, they're not there for your meal. They're there to catch up with you. and Yeah, you're not and, in a cooking competition. No. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> As you know. <laughs> thank goodness. But it's. Uh, I think we sometimes go try to uh, look like we're super people in a kitchen and professional chefs. Yeah, but we really like are a, pro chefs do that too. I see it all the time. They, they make the mistake of like... And it's very different when you're in the industry that I'm now in where you're not hidden in the back of house anymore. Like I'm up front, I'm cooking, I'm presenting, I'm telling a story and cooking, plating the dish, serving the dish all myself. Now it's only to, let's say, eight people, right? But I'm doing four courses. And so the timing comes in, you know, I've got to clear i've got to make sure they've got drinks you know the whole it's the whole experience and you're running it by yourself and i don't have time to have a you know a a 15 part dish i just don't no and i know how long it takes you to prep beforehand for those events well because you prep to such Mm. a degree of readiness otherwise you couldn't do it very few few components that i actually have to put together on the plate so it's very much mapped out differently and to be honest with you it's a lot it's a a lot like cooking at home in that scenario it's a lot like cooking at home so when i have my partner's tribe come over and there's you know 15 of them it's a lot like that because i need to get it to a certain level where i can then because you know like i want to enjoy myself as well like i don't (laughs) want to spend the whole day fighting over a stove and and all night and in the kitchen when everyone's yeah, yeah. yeah exactly having right. a good time and but yeah service there you go let's have service and cooking what you feel comfortable with at home yeah and remembering it doesn't have to be a big menu it just has to be something that you're comfortable with 
Yeah. Cause she gets to there to see you. Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. Lovely. Well, well there all. you are. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a great time at the music festival, and well, I'm good. looking forward to getting away from mine. Yes. We're having well, the yeah, house that I'm the, the house that I'm <laughs> staying at. We've got thirty coming for lunch, so that'll be interesting because we're all chipping in and yeah, uh, Uber Eats is going to get a it's, No, no, there's no Uber down there, baby. It's um, Greg's idea is Spanish theme this year, so we're all chipping in. I know, I don't, yes, yeah. I'm. Chicken and, and chorizo, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Two of those. It's probably too hard to take the seafood down to the house we're in, but uh, two of those and uh, big paellas. And um, I'm also going to do some white anchovies and olives and some other little just uh, with potatoes bravas if you've had that Spanish. Yeah. So, what we're going to talk course. about when we talk next is we're going to talk about paella. Because you've been doing it for a very long time. I've actually just started doing it and I've had some pretty good success of late, which I haven't shared with you. No, you haven't, Mr. But, Tell Me Nothing. <laughs> but, um, so on Friday. Okay, uh, Thursday, because I'm going. Thursday. Oh, I'm okay. cooking on Friday. So on Thursday, when we catch up again, it will be just if anyone wants to listen in, but we're going to talk about PL because I have some questions. Oh, and it's one thing that I do know about. Yes, you do. And I have been uh, doing. I have been doing it for a long time since yeah. we've been going to Spain every year to see. I've never had it. Dougie's families. Known you for how long? Never had it. Must be You've coming. Never up. given me a scary. Must honest. be coming up to about sixteen or seventeen years. Yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> we anyway. were so young then. Anyway. Well, good ha- to see you. Happy, happy cooking, everyone. Happy cooking, everybody. And uh, take care until next time. See, See you later. later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe. And for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.